episode 134. My name is Justin. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. You brought it down super low, and I joined you. I bet they can't even hear me. <laughs> Don't mess with it, because I, I, <laughs> you have to check. I have to. I only. Hey, if there's anything wrong with the audio, if you're like, hey, I wish this was super louder, or hey, y'all are wicked loud. One, you can adjust it. Yeah. But if you have your volume all the way up and we're still low, let me know. Send us an email. It'll be our first email. No, no <laughs> we have multiple emails. It just maybe uh, September till I read it. There you go. But, you know, that's what it is. It's fair. And that's what it is. We're going through March. What is today? The 8th? 8th. You're, you guys are hearing this on the 9th. We got Holy Week coming up. I got to work what, on, about a month out? I got to work on a Yeah, right about a month. The 2nd, 6th, and 9th? 2nd, 7th, and 9th. There you go. Of April. I got to make a graphic, I was told this That'd morning. Just... To let people know. If you don't. Now you do. Now you do. Uh, if you're in the Birmingham area, yard sale, Homewood Church of Christ, this Saturday, 8 to 2. Buy oh, some treasures. Come buy some stuff. Give some money. It all goes to Honduras. It doesn't go for plane tickets. It doesn't go for that. It, 100%. We bring or send before we go to Honduras to help pay for projects and houses and roads. So if you want to know a little bit about Honduras, what is going on? Oh, uh, do we both get the same text message? Power out at our house. A power outage at our house. That stinks. <laughs> when we live close to each other. That's yeah. true. It would make sense that we would both get it. Yeah. And it's a beautiful day. I don't know. Why That's the power well, I'm glad we're not home. Um, anyways, Honduras yard sale coming up this week. Uh, if you want to know about Honduras, it's a cool trip. Uh, what we do there, we go down there, we build houses, and you're like, "Oh, that seems like a lot." Sixteen by sixteen foot houses. We get sixteen foot boards. It's a sixteen by sixteen foot square house. We hope to make it square. Sometimes, in, it, in theory, in theory, it should be. They're, they usually cost about seventeen, fifteen, seventeen hundred dollars to build. You use a chainsaw, you use hammer and nails. Wow, and that's it. That's what we use for the whole house. I like that. But this year. Sounds like something I would build. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like tongue and grooved wood already. And yeah. so it fits good oh, cool. and stuff. And it's 10. So you're like buying a kit almost? Uh, no. I mean, we're buying like four by fours huh. to do posts. And yeah. the same for the siding is the same for the floor. Yeah. Um, it fits in tongue and groove ish. Um, we make our own windows, we make our own doors. If we have extra wood, we'll make shelves, we'll make door handles. Um, we have a tin roof. It's a, just a one lane, uh, you know, just whatever. Yeah. But this year, I, we were asking about the houses, like what houses cost two grand? And we're like, oh, that's a big jump. Sometimes it goes up $100. And they go, but now we're putting gutters on nice. and a rain barrel. And it's like, oh, that's, that's way worth it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going this year, but I'm excited to see that. I'm excited mm -hmm. to um, maybe next year. So if you want to give to the Honduras that we do that and uh, check out Mia Esperanza, it's a store. It's a more than a store online. 
there's ladies, uh, ladies in a lot of different countries, but in Honduras are pretty much tied to a male mm-hmm. to, for a living, to make money and to live. Puts well, them in a precarious situation. So when uh, the males are tired of them or saying, hey, you have a baby, I don't want to be with you anymore, they leave. And the ladies are just kind of stuck. And so Mia Esperanza, which means my hope, they um, train ladies and how to do hair and nails and to make clothing and to make jewelry and, and sewing and all this cool stuff uh, so they could provide for themselves. And so this is a training area for them to learn those things. And you can go buy it. You can go to Mia Esperanza right now if you're looking for a, um, a Mother's Day gift in May. Mm. Go, go now. It's really good. Um, my wife has multiple pieces of jewelry and bags and stuff. It's neat. It's cool stuff. So get cool stuff. Help people. And help people. It's a win-win. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool beans there. Uh, have you seen my cool chacos? I have. My cool. I didn't know they made these. I don't know why they made them, but I'm glad you have them. Uh, That's very specific. There is. Uh, pizzas. So Chaco's is a sandal. Um, widely popular in the Christian circles, youth ministry circles. It's a it's a vibe. It's and then like thing. and then like out west, they yeah. used to be made in Colorado, mm-hmm. not anymore. Uh, but like out west, you're gonna see them. Yeah, I love Chaco's. Had them for years, and we like don't. Your- I like your Desert Storm chocolate. Uh, those were my last year purchase. Th- those are, I preached in them. <laughs> Misty calls them. She's like, oh, well, well, those are Jesus sandals. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> my like Desert Storm. Uh, some black, some blue. Uh, now you got pizza. I got some slip-ons, and now I got pizza ones. These were found in the yard sale, and we don't take clothes. So I will pay for these, whatever donation. Uh they happen to fit my feet, and someone said, "You need these." And I said, "Does a youth minister need tacos with pizza on them?" Uh, yep. I want to know who donated them. I, I have no idea. <laughs> never worn in the box in the choco box. Never worn. So, um, just made my day. Made my day. That's awesome. Pretty excited. Uh, with that, hey, we do have. It's time for a Bible buffoon's global update. Yours went a little. Um, yours went a little Halloweenish, spooky, like a spooky global. I don't think um, Switzerland is spooky. Oh man! But that is our new country. Man. We thought we had two. You want me to tell you the things I know about Switzerland? <laughs> More than anything. <laughs> Well, uh, the capital's burned, well, but, but the just... largest city is Zurich. They have the <laughs> highest peaks in Europe, and they are the most innovative country. Those are the things that I know about how are they? How are they innovative? Oh, TBD. <laughs> we'll tell you later. <laughs> Stay tuned till next too many, week. Too many ways for too me many to innovations. list. Too many innovations. Lowest crime rate. I, I'm just going to leave that open-ended. I don't know in relation to what, but... It's good. It's good out there. Uh, it's gorgeous. Uh huh. Never been, but seen some pics. I went in 1999. It was, it was great. Um, I, I went into part of the Swiss Alps. Now I'm sure they just told all of us this. And they just lied to you because uh, they're like, "How are you going to fact check this in You're 1999?" Just a dumb kid. But they were like, "This is where 
they were did sound of music and we're like yeah i know the swiss house but they're like no like on this hillside is where they like did that and you're like oh cool how am i gonna check that you can't so you're like yeah done you can't, so. you can't geolocate in 1999 i don't know the heck no, i can do phone. anything 1999 you had a you had a disposable camera is what you had oh well, no we had a digital camera <laughs> it was the size of my hat it's like <laughs> massive and took pictures everywhere I, where, where are those pictures because they're, they're in the cloud there was no cloud back then <laughs> they're printed off in a folder somewhere not here uh, i don't know where these are uh, but I do remember taking pictures everywhere. And then in Germany, we went to a concentration camp, oh, wow. Dachau. And I was like, I don't want to take pictures. Probably not a picture place. Anymore. <laughs> Let's put the camera down. I mean, it was very um, memorable. Somber. Uh, it was a very, yeah, certain areas you're not like, let's take pictures. Yeah. Weddings, pictures. Funeral. Weird place to take pictures. But it happens. Does it? I've seen more family <laughs> with my family. I think Mary Best too. So a lot of pictures at funerals. Do you know why? Nope. It's like everyone is there dressed up. Yeah. And that only happens usually at weddings and funerals. And we're like, when's the next wedding? We the kids. There, there's a six year old. Jack is the next wedding. <laughs> but we're gonna be a while. <laughs> a lot more people are gonna die before that. So they take pictures there. Not like with the casket. It'll be a side room. <sighs> Man, <laughs> that'd be pretty rough. That would be pretty rough. Like, let's get a last a photo with Grandpa. And you're like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. This took a turn. Switzerland, though. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. It was actually in Bern. Oh, it was course, in Bern. Of course, the, pe- the, the people. The capital, not the biggest city. Zurich. The seat of government. <laughs> what kind of government do they have in Switzerland? Uh, representative democracy. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing. Isn't there chocolates? Isn't are they known for chocolates? Absolutely, they are. And the uh, swatch. Uh, well, chocolates, and then like I think the diamond trade kind of flows through. Zorotsky, Zor. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's crystal. Swarovski. Swar- but I think that's there. Yeah. Swar right. Switzerland. That's where it came from. Or Swan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there are things like a little swan or something. Yeah, so close. Yeah. Yeah. Diamonds, chocolate, skiing, all things that are good. Yeah, trains. There's trains there too. We got those here. But not like there. Okay. Yeah, we're having a, a bit of a go with trains in this country. Let's, we, yeah. It's <laughs> tough out there. We're having a bit of a go with that. Um. All right. Well, thank you, Switzerland. We thought we had Cambodia. And then I looked up facts at Cambodia, and then we realized we've already talked about it. Yep. Because it's they the have only, a, they have a building on their the flag. only flag that has a building on it. <laughs> Chris goes, we've read that before. <laughs> the topic we're about to read today, we might have done before, but we. we oh, I don't think so. We Not won't. We won't remember. But we all won't remember. But we do remember Cambodia and the building flag. How could you forget? Uh, all right. Well, here we go. Uh, this is just a one-off. We don't have a series on this unless we get super deep and super at a left field, and then who knows. Uh, but Psalm 66. You know, for a while, we were reading a psalm, and I mean a while. I mean three episodes. We did three episodes. <laughs> we're like ending in a psalm. We, um, I would like to read some of Psalm 66. We can do that. Your homework today is to read Psalm 66. It's short. It'll take you... 
one to two minutes. I mean, it's 20 verses. It's not that it's not that long. But the question that I have for you today and the question I have for you listeners is, do you believe or do you think or do you even uh, ponder that our struggles um, a part of God's plan? I definitely ponder it. So you, so you do definitely ponder it. It's a, it's a sentence. It's a hard sentence. It's definitely something that I think about. So when about. struggles happen, is it like, is it more of a, why God? Or, all right, God, why? Or, okay, help me understand. Um, and then also for you listener, like, what, what do you think? How do you view struggles in your life? Yeah. Um. And I'm using struggles as a very broad term. It could be self-inflicted. It could be outside circumstantial struggles. There's a, there's a lot sickness, job, money, or like having to fix a car and you like, Hey, we didn't budget to have a car fixed right now or medical bills, or there's a ton of that stuff that could be money related, but it could be strife with a family member or I don't use the word strife a lot. That made me sound smart. Uh, strife with somebody where you're like, man, this is a deep struggle, right? So there's, that's a very vague deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our struggles are part of God's plan. Yes. Okay. Are all struggles always God part of God's plan? I don't think so. Um, are we going to have struggles whether we are following God's plan or not? Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, those are some preliminary comments. I like okay. So struggles can be a part of God's plan. Correct. Yes. Are all struggles a part of God's plan? No. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to be struggle free because we are Christians? No. No. I would add another one to this. Okay. That I think is your number two in there. Okay. I don't think God allows every struggle to be part of his plan. But, That's what I was, yeah. But God can use every struggle for his plan because we are free willed, yes. right? Yes. Um, so God may not have been, you know, you know, back there playing 3D underwater chess <laughs> and doing all this stuff. And it's like, oh, why did this struggle happen to me? But he may be like, hey, this here's is what, an opportunity. This is an opportunity. Yeah. opportunity. Let's let's use this. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you mentioned this already, but we can't talk about struggles without talking about sin and the yeah. consequences of sin. I don't think our sin is a part of God's plan for our lives, but God can definitely use the consequences of our sin to help us grow, to help us mature, um, to shape and mold us in ways that are helpful. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sin was not, he, he did not want sin here. That was not a part of the original plan. I don't think God makes us sin so that we'll, you know, you know what I'm saying? I think, I don't think that's in his character. And that's kind of what I mean. Are all struggles a part of God's plan? I don't think so. I think sometimes we have to deal with the consequences of our actions. Or other people's actions. Or or, or or other people's actions. Yeah, I'm not saying that when you have struggles, it's not, you know, different religions and different this and that of like, um, um, well, this has happened to me. I must have, or did my parents sin that this happened? Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is a consequence or this is a punishment for that. Um, I don't see something bad in my life going, oh, I sinned and made this happen. 
I could have, right. but it could have been your sin that made this happen to me. Or your somebody parents else's, or, or somebody other else. Yeah. yeah, it could have been a different uh, uh, deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about war. Mm-hmm. Not every person's like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not over here throwing rocks and shooting grenades. But, but they're still taking bombs. But they're still taking bombs, <laughs> yeah. right? And so they're still a part of it, even yeah. though they're not directly uh, doing it. Yeah. And so... I think that's an important like thought process to go down because like, here's what I believe you're going to have trouble in this world. Like this world is messed up. So the choice that we have is to either walk through that trouble with God, with God's plan, with the Holy spirit, or we can not doesn't just because you're not going to follow Jesus doesn't mean that you get out of this trouble. You'll have, (laughs) you'll have different kinds of trouble, right? So um, it's a it's it's about choosing the path of wisdom and mm. and and knowing that you'll have guidance and and help along the way. Uh, choosing the path of wisdom, or uh, yeah, like choosing in that moment to try to be wise and like okay, let me step back, let me take my surroundings and let me take kind of an inventory of what is happening. Mm. Really, kind of like dissecting the situation, being like, "What? What is okay? Then how can I learn from it?" Yeah, I think that's a good path of wisdom. Sometimes we talk about being wise is let me read, let me study, and we've you know talked about knowledge and wisdom are two different things. But in all situations, opening your eyes to try to be wise in what is happening and how can you learn Mm -hmm. from this, Um, acknowledging that you can learn from this. That's a big yeah. (laughs) I, I think our default is why is this happening to me anger (laughs) questioning um trying to fix it right away Mm -hmm. instead of coming to it wise man you said something in that i mean you said a lot of good things in that last sentence and i actually forgot it that's okay we'll go back to the tape later what i wanted you can pat me on the back next week i can do it no (laughs) it was very it was very good i wanted to i wanted to piggyback on it but i forget but uh, um, and you may be sitting right here and for some of you struggles may just be like, Hey, it's every day. Mm-hmm. And for some people you may be like, you may be really optimistic yeah. about this. And I think that that's kind of, I don't know if this is a tone that we should have. It's kind of the tone that I have. I like to be uh, a golden retriever at times. I'm just like, come on, let's go. Like, this is great. Oh, something happened. All right. Well, how can we pivot? How can we move? Um, I don't like to just dwell on being sad or being angry and being mad at situations. Do I get that way? Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. yeah I mean, sure. that's just the way it is. But um, how do you think we as Christians, and we talked about being wise, but how do you think that we are to handle struggles? Because I think other people look at us. Yeah. Other people. I, mean, I think we look at each other mm-hmm. and how we handle that. Yeah. Um, the big word for me is hope. Ooh. We are people of hope um, and our hope is in something beyond is built what, on nothing less it, yeah our hope is <laughs> yeah. in something eternal mm. um, and if you can fix your eyes on something we've talked about that like that, uh-huh. that phrase fix your eyes on the eternal uh, then what's happening right now may still hurt uh, it may still be difficult but I don't lose hope hope and I think that that can be a marker for the people of God is like I mean, you've seen it. I've seen it working yeah. in ministry. You see people walk through some really difficult, traumatic situations, but 
if that peace that passes understanding uh-huh. is present and they have a hope for something greater, like even in the darkest of times, you can look and see God moving and working. And the flip side of that is, man, when you, when you see people going through something really difficult that don't have that hope, uh, man, that hope is crushing. That lack of the hope lack is of hope, crushing yeah. that despair, man. It just, it can, it can just cripple people forever yeah you know some people well and it's and it's almost and and i don't know if this is correct or not but it's like having that hope in that situation and surrounding yourself and with prayer and with people and kind of getting through that you're like all right that's the past and now i'm ready to battle the other one yeah and sometimes when we don't tackle what is in front of us and we don't um go through that it just builds mm-hmm. and it builds and you have that weight. But if you can get through that struggle, whatever big and small that may be, and however that may look like, I feel like that should make you stronger and more wise to tackle the next one. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> I also think about, and we talked before about kids, about teens, s- small kids and even teens is what I deal with is their struggles now as someone who's almost 40 i'm like that ain't that ain't real yeah that ain't real that boy broke up with you but you won't talk to him but to them it's life and death it is <laughs> the biggest yeah. thing my friend said that and we're They'll like never get over it you're yeah. never like oh my life is ruined and you're like you won't even talk to those jokers in a few years who cares <laughs> how often do you think god is looking at us yeah. in that same deal that's a great illustration <laughs> right well we're like oh and he's like why are you worried about you didn't get that deal or that deal. He's like, there's so much more for you in the future yeah. that I'm going to be with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to have that perspective when it comes to certain yeah. struggles. Yep. That's good. Right. That's good. Uh, I'm just like, that's going to be there. I read this. Um, I like this. I read this. Uh, 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 it's called a quote uh, from Paul Tripp. He says, God has chosen to let you live in this fallen world because he plans to employ the difficulties of it to continue and complete his work in you. Yeah. And you're like, okay, wait, you said a lot of cool words. Employs ooh, mm-hmm. the difficulties of this world to continue. And you're like, what's going on? I think what Paul's saying is, hey, it's a fallen, broken, sinful world. You're going to be in it. Yeah. Uh, and God wants to use when those things happen to you to help shape you into who you are Mm -hmm. into the, into the man and woman that God wants you to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that goes to what you said earlier, whether this is a situation that God is intentionally allowing you to walk through Mm -hmm. as a part of his plan or the consequences of your actions or the actions of people around you that cause you to go through whatever difficult season you're in. God can and will use those to refine you and to make you stronger and to make you more like Jesus if you'll let him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole goal of this. It's not to survive the struggle. Mm-hmm. It's to grow from the struggle into more, um, to be more Christ-like. Yeah. Like, so if you're going through a struggle and, that, and this is hard, y'all, I'm not saying like, Hey dummies figure like this is easy. Yeah. No. If you're going in the middle of... We wouldn't call you dummy. <laughs> I wouldn't call you dummy. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. But if y'all are in the middle of, of cancer in the family... Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, right now we just had people walk in here to to, to go over. I just saw a couple walk in to go over funeral plans for her dad for this Friday. Yep. Right. And we're like, well, we can go through this and just be like, all right, I got to go through this. And this is a season and a time and whatever it may be. And it was, and the new was coming and all this stuff. But it's like in the middle of that broken struggleness, God still says, let me work on you. Mm-hmm. So when you come out of it and let me love you, Oh, let me wrap my arms around you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let you know what peace is. Let mm-hmm. you know what love is. Even in the middle of the struggle that when, when a month from now, whatever time it is that we are out of this, that you are a little more like Jesus. Yeah. That you learn for love and you learn compassion and you learn, learn mercy and grace and, and, um, and you just learn these things through that hard time. Mm-hmm. Again, that's not easy, y'all. Yeah. Uh, but it's real. An unfortunate reality, at least I believe it's a reality, is like you can't really appreciate peace until you've experienced chaos. Oh, yeah. You can't really appreciate joy until you've experienced sorrow, right? Those contrasts are important, and we see all of that reflected throughout scripture, but in particular in the Psalms, you know, like even Psalm 66 that you mentioned has all these like crazy highs and lows. It's talking about, you know, praising God and then very specifically talking about God walking this people through struggle. Yeah. And then they praise him again. You know, it's like that's, and that's life and and it's hard and it can be really hard. Yeah. I like what you said. Like you, you don't know, you don't know what real, what peace that passes all understanding, what, what true peace is unless you've been in true chaos. Until you need it. <laughs> Until you need it, right? Yeah. And so when we read scripture and, and we read just like Psalm 66 and other points and it's like, I want this peace of God, I want this stuff. And you're like, yeah, I think I, think I got it. <laughs> but it's like when you're in the middle of the junk, you're like, oh, You'll know. <laughs> yeah. I get this, right? Yeah. And so that Psalm or Philippians 4, 7 mm-hmm. is a peace when my dad passed away about seven years ago, that was like the most chaotic thing in my life. Mm. And I don't ever even remember that verse before that time. Yeah. But at that time, that's the verse that kind of stuck out to me. And you're like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. Right. And so you learn from that. Yeah. And sometimes you need reminders. And sometimes when you read scripture, like now, when I read that verse, I go back to that point in my life mm. And it kind of reforms me and it reshapes me and it helps me remember, oh, the peace of God. Oh, I I know what that is. Yeah. Um, and then it's the same with joy, right? Like you, you, you want to know what true joy is and uh, when you go through not having joy. Yeah. And then having this incredible worship time or what it may be or this quiet time with God and you're like, oh, I am 100% filled with joy and joy in the spirit and joy of God. Yeah. Um, it can be good there. Well, hey, we're at 27 minutes. We rambled a little bit. How about that? What What we want you to know is just, um, hey, you're going to have struggles. Yeah. Um, sh- struggles stink. They could be uh, brought on by you or not. <laughs> We're not blaming. It just happens. Yeah. Right? Like, no one is free from struggles. Yeah. They, And what could be big to somebody else could be small to you, small to you, big to somebody else. Yeah. So give grace. Yeah. When you look at somebody and go, get over it, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, so you don't know. Um, but know that you can grow spiritually, that God wants to 
mold and shape and work with you when you're in that moment of struggles. Yeah. And it may take you a day, a month, a year to come out of it to go, Oh yeah, I've grown spiritually in this. Yeah. Look for those moments. Yeah. It's hard. Um, and help other people pray for other people as they're going through struggles that they, um, open their eyes and try to be wise in those moments and then try to grow from those moments. Yeah. Um, they need help. Yep. So pray for them. Yep. Um, and then maybe even afterwards, not in the middle of it, be like, Hey, I hope you're growing, <laughs> but walk with them in that. Yeah. It will well, be good. Just one quick thing. And you know, we just did a 28, 29 minute episode on probably one of the most difficult theological concepts like <laughs> suffering and God's will oh, and yeah. free will. So like we did, this wasn't a deep dive no. into this idea. Really in the spirit of this podcast, it's the two of us coming together to discuss something yeah. that's kind of difficult and not feeling like we have to have all the answers, oh, right? I, oh, absolutely. And absolutely. I hope that that's an encouragement to you to like think about some of this stuff and uh, talk it, with your family about it. Talk with your kids about it. Yeah, there's way more... Um, there's people that are more scholarly than we are biblically and theologically. Way, way deep on this. Way deep on this. We're just out here saying like, hey, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Try to open your eyes. Lean lean into God. Um, whether it's your fault or not. Yeah. Give God's, yourself grace. God's there and he wants you to grow through whatever situation that you're whatever in. Whatever it may be. Um, and it's not the world trying to crush you. It's just, hey, things happen. Yeah. And if you can, we can try to get on the other side and grow from it. Great. Yep. That's really good. So, Hey, as we cancel out, as we cancel, cancel out, out. Oh my goodness. As we close out, <laughs> um, let's, let's read Psalm 66. Okay. Um, so Hey, like review, share, subscribe, email, text, tweet, send a pigeon. I don't care what you do. Say what's up to us. Um, get North Dakota on the train. We'd love that. Y'all, we got Cambodia and Switzerland. We can't get North Dakota. That's a shame. We're probably going to get Antarctica before North Dakota. Somebody on a military base or something. I mean, it's, oh, it's just scientists up there. Yeah. But, hey, get that. We love you guys. Hope you have a good day. Uh, Chris is going to read Psalm 66. And then when he's done, uh, we're hitting the stop button. Let the whole earth shout joyfully to God. Sing about the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awe-inspiring are your works. Your enemies will cringe before you because of your great strength. The whole earth will worship you and sing praise to you. They will sing praise to your name. Come and see the wonders of God. His acts for humanity are awe-inspiring. He turned the sea into dry land and they crossed the river on foot. There we rejoiced in him. He rules forever by his might. He keeps his eye on the nations. The rebellious shout not exalt. The, the, the rebellious should not exalt themselves. Bless our God, you peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard. He keeps us alive and does not allow our feet to slip. For you, God, tested us. You refined us as silver is refined. You lured us into a trap. You placed burdened on our back. You let men ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but you brought us out to abundance. I will enter your house with burnt offerings. I will pay you my vows that my lips promised and my mouth spoke during my distress. I will offer you fattened sheep as burnt offerings with fragrant smoke of rams. I will sacrifice bulls with goats. Come and listen, all who fear God, and I will tell what he has done for me. 
I cried out to him with my mouth, and praise was on my tongue. If I had been aware of malice in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. However, God has listened. He has paid attention to the sound of my prayer. Blessed be God. He has not turned away from my prayer or turned his faithful love from me. Bye, friends.